0: Department of the Dead contains graphic and explicit content that may not be appropriate for some listeners. Opinions and views do not reflect the Department of Defense. Listener discretion is advised. Everyone, and welcome back to Department of the Dead. My name is Amanda, and I'm joined by I don't know who to so, go first. I don't know. Hi, it's Jess.
1: And our new special guest.
0: I'm uh, not sure what you want to be called on our podcast.
2: Do you want to have Yeet AJ? It's, yeah. Do you want to say by AJ? I know I don't like people, really don't know my whole name and identity and all that nonsense, but like, I've had brigade commanders following me since I started this page. so It's like, I need to know. People know who I am. I've had buddies message me before on the page, like, bro, I know it's you. Like, what's up?
1: <laughs> so it works.
0: It's always funny when people like put two and two together. Isn't it thoughty?
1: Yeah, it's happened. because I think everyone who like knows, I don't know. I haven't had anyone in a while tell me or ask if it was me that ran it. The,
2: I think the worst one I've had are the most oh crap one I've had. I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys follow him. Mr. Purdy, retired Apache pilot. He's really prominent on Instagram. I have to look up his name, but he's a retired TW5 and stuff. Oh. He was the brigade guy in one cab with me. And I crossed paths with him, like, once or twice in Afghanistan and things like that. And he just came on my Instagram page one day, like, hey, and dropped my name in there. Hey, bam, what's up? I was like, <gasps>
0: <gasps> you know...
2: Yeah, because I, I dropped a meme about one-on-one. I dropped, it was early on, and I was just kind of in a mood one day, and I just dropped a meme and took a shot at the leadership I had at the point in time. And he was like, I remember that situation. I knew it was you saying as you posted it. I was like, oh, goddamn. But he was like, bro, he's, he is no big deal, and we've been cool ever since. I talked to him, like, almost every day. Really, really really good guy. A wealth of knowledge. So, it was definitely a fucking moment, because he's like, oh, yeah, Colonel so-and-so follows you, too. The brigade commander at the time. He's like, yes, we both know it's you.
0: I know who you are. I know what you did last summer.
2: Dude, it's jarring the first time time it happens. And then after a while, you're like, okay, yeah, bro, it's me. All right.
0: Well, do you want to give us a short elevator pitch? Who are you? For the people who may not know who you are, G-Watt, AJ. I
2: I am the world's most nichiest avionics meme page because it is completely unnecessary. But (laughs) yeah, I did 10 years active duty between 160th, between 101st cab and 12th cab out of Germany honestly really started this page in what was it 2019? 2019 2020 like right before the pandemic started because I was doing aviation photography at the time it's a side hobby and I was just like I just need some someplace to get like these stories and these thoughts out of my head and stuff like that I started posting it and I was just doing pictures with a little bit of stories and things like that and then one day I was just like I'm just gonna post to me just post a me and and it's been that way since a lot of guys helped me get this page started I don't know if they listen to this page but I'll on station, but he's a former ac 130 pilot, I followed that guy for years, and he taught me how to edit pictures. Like through what is it for? I'm sorry, I just got an iPhone recently. I'm an old Android peasant. Oh, the screen oh, cap, screen capture. Oh, he like he yeah. was like, hey, I was like, how do I edit pictures? How do do this? And he was literally sending me sc- uh, screen captures. <laughs> this is how you do it.
0: I do that. Yeah. I would. That's what I did when I was a meadow. I had I well, it wasn't like screen grabs from my iPhone, but it was literally like screenshots, like. Step by step, this is how you go do your PC shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't so, know why I brought that up, but you know. Yeah,
2: no, but no, but he, he helped me do that and stuff like that. But once again, yeah, I did 10 years active duty. I got out. I did two years working at Sikorsky Global in Pennsylvania. They got bought. You know what that meant? All the contracts got laid off just on the verge of going back to Afghanistan. Volunteer firefighting at the time. Just on the verge of taking a contract and going back to Afghanistan. Like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this, but I got to do something. My volunteer department captain was a federal firefighter in Philly. And you and I talked about this before, that I went to the prep school in 03. So all this is going on. Fast forward to 2015, he drops me a link out of nowhere, says apply, don't ask any questions. And it was the West Point Fire Department. So I ended up going back to West Point for two years as a firefighter. While I was there, got back in touch with buddies I knew in 101. They were like, hey, I don't fly anymore. I'm a firefighter. And I was kind of like, oh, shit, me too he said, hey, you want to come back? So I came back to Fort Campbell. That's where I met you when you were on your way to where it was. That
0: was the craziest thing. Can we just take a pit stop from your life story just to to tell what happened? So I I was getting ready to actually go to Korea. And then I realized that you were there at Fort Campbell. But yeah, you were like, I come outside with my truck.
2: Yeah, because... Because the thing was, like, the, where they stopped. On the fucking with PAC, tarmac. <laughs> Yeah, where the PAX terminal is, I was a crash guy. Where the PAX terminal was, our station was flooded right to the there. So they walked off the plane, and I was, like, went to talk to my captain. Hey, I got a buddy I need to go talk to you real quick. And he was, like, take the truck. I drove over there, and it was, like, we missed each other, like, the first four or five times. It was just enough time they were walking back out to the plane. And I was standing there. Like, she ran over, gave me a hug, snapped the picture. Like, all right, cool. See you later. Gone. And stuff. So, but, yeah, that happened. I did five years there. And I recently just left and now I work for the FAA now. And so work for the FAA, doing the whole veteran thing, going to school, just doing that. I'll be done with my bachelor's degree in what March now. So
0: Congratulations. Yeah, I'm gonna
2: gonna miss that boat rehab money.
0: I'm just gonna be telling this. Right. Fuck the education. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Well, it was a good challenge and and stuff like that. I needed something to do to keep my brain busy. And I've been trying to tell a lot of guys this, dude. Even if you pick up a even if you pick up a A what is it? Like a of a, a tech job, like a blue collar job or something like that. Dude, you should GI Bill and just go to school. If you want to learn to be a welder, all this other stuff. There's buddies I know in the group chats, because every month S- you need 50,000 group chats for whatever reason. I got buddies in the group chat doing all doing mm-hmm. all that stuff. And it's just, like, it was just something I needed to challenge myself because it was just like, I had to get over a lot of things when I got out of the army, like anxiety things and just like trying to figure out where I sit and stuff. And it was mainly just, uh, people said I couldn't do this, so stick it, <laughs> like, kind of moment. Right. So that's that's basically me in a nutshell. You know me, I could talk forever and I'm definitely not gonna I'm not gonna do that.
0: Yeah, it but it is true though. There is something that they don't warn you about really. They do, but they don't, but it's it's a grieving process when you get out of the military, whether it's not necessarily like you're sad, but it's like that adjustment that like it's a very weird thing to describe. But I think as long as you can prep for it and you kind of know yeah. what to expect, it makes it a little bit easier.
2: I think that saved my sanity it's say definitely say like granted i've like i got diagnosed with anxiety disorders i'm still working through that i just hit 10 years out the army two weeks ago and i'm still dealing with this stuff and it's just but it's just like a, it's an ongoing process but honestly like actually because it was called ACAP, cat back then, what what is it called now like STEFD or whatever crazy acronym they thought of i think like, they're
0: going back to tap but i am not certain it was sfl tap just last year when i got out so I'm not sure what they changed yeah. it to we are right getting right. paid this time
1: for the new that acronym. It? it's SFL tap right now
2: God. yeah, it was a cap when I got out, and it was just like, we all make the memes of like, guys skipping a cap appointments gonna do this, or whatever, but honestly, going to all those appointments, even as dumb as they sound, really helped me out because I tell everybody like dude, dude like the VSO appointment, I'm like, do not skip the VSO appointment because I went to the BSO, I dropped the guy off my medical records. He's like, okay, cool. Come back in two days. He, in the two days I came back, he's like, you can claim this, 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 and this. He did all my paperwork for me. When I left the army and moved up to Pennsylvania, within like two weeks, two or three weeks, I started getting all the little appointments in the mail in the envelope saying, Hey, you need to go here for this appointment. You need to go here, here, here. And it was just literally walk in, do the appointment, gave those people a piece of paper. They filled out the reports. They sent it all back to the VA. I got out in October, the process started in December. I did my last appointment at the beginning of January, and then at the end of January, I got the big Manila envelope in the mail saying, "Hey, this your rating. You're starting to pay this." So, like, it's it was definitely like having a plan, but to go like you said on the, the grieving process, I tell people I kind of related to the the plankton meme, where you're like, "I don't know. I didn't think I would get this far." like that has become yeah.
0: my life i didn't think i'd make it this far Thank yeah you. so
2: it's like there, there's a lot of guys that end up like that and it kind of sucks to see because it's just like, you have a lot of guys that are just so set on getting out because f this and f that i'm out i don't want to deal with this anymore and they just they skip all the appointments they do everything, they bounce and then it's four or five years down the road who knows what kind of situation they're in and things like that so like i, I try to tell my gosh just don't miss all the appointments go on all appointments Yes, we know. We, we get the memes that the VA sucks and the VA does this and VA does that. And like in the decade that I've been out, it's, it's hit or miss. It really is. Luckily, not wood. Luckily, the VA I had in Pennsylvania and the VA I have here has been actually pretty damn solid. Yes, do they drop the ball every once in a while? Yes, they do. But at the same time, if they drop an appointment on me, I just can call and be like, hey, I had this appointment drop. What's up? And oh, we had a doctor. Had to call out this and the other. But then in that immediate mom was like, "Would you like to schedule another appointment right now?" Yes, I would like to please. Okay, boom, we got you for this day. So, like, it is
0: getting easier, and they do have the app now, which I thought was really oh, cool. The app, app is amazing. So it's getting better. Awesome. If people are like kind of concerned, or, you know, I don't know. It honestly, automation and the power yeah. of and AI would,
2: is would, going to help. I would say this also, not to make this political statement because I'm definitely not trying to make this political statement at all, but. During the, during the Trump administration, when the community service plan came out, it has helped me out a ton. Because there's been a couple of times where it's just been like, like when I did my sleep test, I finally got my sleep test done. There and it was middle of COVID. They actually put me through community care. And then I got a kit sent to my house and got it done. And stuff like that. And there's still snacks in that program too. But the little things, they seem, it seems to work pretty good. But it also, it also falls on your area. Like, luckily, honestly, I'll think, I'll start. That Clark Street, this area was going to be a crapshoot when I first came back. And I came back here in 2017. And I think it was probably two years ago that I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to go back into the VA because I actually had a last year where I didn't go to behavioral health. I didn't go see anybody. I was just, I don't want to start over again and stuff like that. And luckily I've gotten back into therapy and stuff like that. But it, it's been super easy here where you go in and hey, you set an appointment and they were like, hey, look, sorry, but we don't have, we don't have anybody for the next 30 40 days, but we have this day, and they they've been doing pretty good. Like I get it. If you go to New York or Philly or any huge city, it's going to be a way bigger crap sheet. But I just tell guys, just go to the VA. Just just go to the VA. It could be worse, and that's the thing that sucks. We're always going to see just the horror stories of it on social media and stuff like that. Obviously, we saw it a couple a couple months ago. The guy in his truck who was like, "Hey, they keep changing my things." Yes, like that was a complete like crap sheet of a situation. And it's just, I think people need to know, yes, shit like that still does that. We can, this is not a family podcast, is it?
0: Oh, no, no, no. There's ex- explicit, explicit. Okay. Yeah, so, no, uh, yeah, you're good. So,
2: you're going yeah, to see shit like that. And I don't think it does need to scare guys away. Like, because I think guys are seeing that kind of stuff and not going to get the help that they need yeah, and stuff. Right. And it's just get to, the, like, cause get to the system. Even if they say, hey, it takes 30, 40, 50, 60 days to get an appointment, you're in the system. Because, like, my dad was in the Army in the 80s. And my dad never went to the VA for anything. And my dad just started trying to get to the VA like two or three years ago. And it's a nightmare for him because they had paper records back then. So like, they don't have any records of my dad. Like, he has his DD-214 and things like that. But like, they can't go and look at his records. And so granted, it's different for us in the digital age. But it's just also since there's a 30, 40 year gap between servers and him trying to come to the VA, that it's just like, hey, you got to get in the queue. Like, just because you're in the Army in the 80s, that's what put you to the front of the line. Like you got all these guys that are here and you got to get in line with your turn. So it's just like, I just tell guys, get into the system because even if you get into the system and you don't go and you don't go for four or five months or a year or two years, you're still in the system. So when you decide that, hey, I found you wanted to get the help I need, you're in the system as compared to starting the process all over again. It's like... I've seen so many people just skip it and then try to come four or five years later. And then that's when you see a lot of these guys too so like, Oh, the V8 sucks. And it's like, you didn't do anything for five years.
0: Yeah. Cool. No, they, they really do say that. And that was what my VSO told me. So not to make this a VSO podcast because we, we are going to get into <laughs> other things, but we wanted Sponsored to do an intro, intro, <laughs> an intro to, but no, it, it does. Like you said, I just want to reiterate what you had said. Even if you don't, it could be an ankle. You roll your ankle one time in the Army. It still happened in the Army. Document it. Even if you get 0% and they look at there like your ankle is fine. Whatever. If you have issues later with your ankle or your knees or your back, like you said, you are already in the system. Even if it's at 0%, you still get that appointment a little bit earlier. So Exactly. You know, it, it helps. But speaking of post-Army activities, <laughs> we're getting into it now. Okay. so. After the our lovely intro, I was thinking about this, and correct me if I'm wrong. So our, well, not correct me if I'm wrong on this, but our topic today is we're continuing with Antarctica. We're doing a short video, and we're going to talk about it. But before we do, Jess and I, we kind of got into Antarctica. We If you haven't followed our Patreon or the girls' room, we uh, it's when Thought's not able to join us because work. So we have the girls' room goals room but one of the things that we talked about was buzz aldrin being one of the people that visited antarctica and my bong is named buzz aldrin it's a reach here it's a reach here at all but my i decided to go with the history of bongs so it's very really short i'll do this quick little overview before we start getting into it but it's actually interesting i learned a lot of stuff a bong a bong is a filtration device predominantly used for smoking cannabis, tobacco, or other herbal substances. Functionally, they are akin to hookahs, but they're more portable. Hookahs, long tubes and stuff, that's more of a sit down. But I mean, still, a bong is pretty much sit down too. If I'm going to sit down and hang out for a bit, I'll probably get my bong out. Show us. Oh, I'll show you. Yes, that's right. I did, I did have a... Show us buzz. It's okay. Everything's fine. Nothing glass fell. It, was, it wasn't It was glass, but I'll show you what this looks like. Uh, this is, quote unquote, the Tesla of bongs. You can put this little guy. I need to look up what it's called, but this was my present. My fiance got this for me as my getting out of the army present. It's so, it it's ma- machine washable. Wow. It is dishwasher safe. So you could throw it in the dishwasher to get all that stuff out because, and it's important to clean your bong. we will get into why. So. The term bong is actually derived from the Thai word B-A-U-N-G. So it sounds like bong, like, but it's just spelled differently. Uh, referring to the cylindrical tube or pipe traditionally made for tobacco. Bongs have a historical significance, tracing centuries in regions such as Laos, Thailand, and Africa. Water bongs, however, like this little guy right here, were introduced in the Ming Dynasty in China, which spread because of the Silk Road. So they migrate. <laughs> and actually, Empress Dowager C.G. It's spelled C I X I. I'm just going to call her C.C. So, Empress C.C. was buried with three unique bongs during the Qu- Qing Dynasty. So, notably, the earliest Western mention of bongs was in the McFarlane Thai English Dictionary in 1944. The ancient bong usage includes practices like the siphon tribal chief smoking through gold vessels about twenty four hundred years ago. Thought that was interesting. So the water pipe, similar in function, originated in India during Emperor Akbar's reign through the through the physician Hakim Abul Fath and later gained immense popularity in the Qing dynasty. A long time ago, a lot of history with bongs. In America, though, they became increasingly popular due to tobacco use and smoking cannabis before Harry Anslinger, fuck that dude, came into play. I thought this was interesting. An engineer named Bob Snodgrass made the first glass bomb. Later, right. he designed a process known as fubing in which he would color silicate glass with silver and gold to create a classic aesthetic which persists today. The borosilicate glass design is the standard design in bong designs today because it creates bongs that are highly resistant to heat. And that's important because glass bongs are non-toxic, hypoallergenic, BPA-free, and lead-free. So even as the smoking culture has evolved, glass still has a huge part to play in modern vaporizers. And I thought this was interesting on the health and research. So not getting into the health too much, but studies indicate that bongs can filter out significant amounts of THC, leading to increased consumption by users. If you smoke out of a bong, I guess you're not inhaling, you're not getting as intense of a hit if you filter through the water. I thought
1: it'd be the opposite. Feels the I opposite. I
0: know. It what? does.
1: I've heard. I've,
0: I've heard. heard. <laughs> have yeah. you heard? Speaking of which, G What AJ, have you partaken?
2: No, well, okay. I tried once, little, literally once at a party. You know, I had already been drinking that whole night, been drinking. And one of my friends spoke. I was like, "Oh, hey, let me try," because I was drunk, and really didn't get. Oh me no, honey! Of it. I, I like, I didn't. Oh, even I wasn't say finger. you were
0: cross faded. I was like, "Oh no, honey, no."
2: No, if if I had anything happen to me later that night, I think I got sick a little later that night. That been th- this is also two thousand, early two thousand tens, like when, and I been through like three four locos then when four loco was like actually dangerous for your health
0: it was like, like right before the act- they just continued that well, shit to us. Uh, the year of our lord 2010
2: <laughs> yeah and it, and it was but this was, it was probably a little bit later like probably 2011 2012 yeah okay. and it was a long weekend and it was just like when i was like welcome next to morning i tried it I'm like, okay cool whatever now, i ask friends and family i do it it's just it's just not been my thing this it's, it's
0: We'll change you your also, mind here. You got to get on that cheetah piss.
2: Well, the, the way my the way my government employment is set up, <laughs>
0: it's just it's, it's just one of those
2: things. Like I don't know if you've known this over the years. You know me. I'm kind of a square.
0: Squares, and I'll get into yeah. the freaking squares of it all because this was actually when I was looking up the history of bongs. This little bit. Oh, what you sipping on? Before we continue that. Oh, it's just some meat for my wife.
2: My, wife, my huh. wife buys this meat locally and it's actually pretty good. So just have me a little glass of it.
0: What does everybody have before I continue with Operation Pipe Dream? I <laughs> mean, it's so worth it. Why does that sound like a line of dildos or something? <laughs> I've got some crystal light <laughs> and Mexican mango ice. Ooh, body, and you got the, the Bud Light lime?
1: I have a Bud Light lime left over in my fridge. Nice. You're not all
2: in full revolt over Bud Light.
1: Yeah. I thought he's
0: the most chill, probably one of the most chill pages I know that does not get involved in all that shit. He's like, why is everyone so mad? I'm like, okay. Or for I, me. I
2: was just saying, I was in a marketing class this last semester, and this one guy in my class was in his head rent free the entire nine weeks. Anytime they're like, what's an what's example of bad marketing? What's an example of bad PR? They he was like, Bud Light, like, Bud Light, like, Bud Light. Every single time they're like, name a bad commercial. Like, we did one on Super Bowl commercial, like, name a bad Super Bowl commercial. He went to some Bud Light commercial. I only remember from three Super Bowls of back. And he's like, this was the beginning of the downfall of Bud Light. And I'm just what? Just,
0: you know? Mm-hmm. And those people, we just kind of let, you just, I just you gotta, gotta that, let them deal. Like,
2: because my thing is, I've, there's so many small local breweries nationwide now, whatever region of the country you live in. I haven't drank anything mainline. in forever. Okay, that's a lie. The only two things I drink that are like actually prevalent and commercial is I'll drink Sam Adams, like when they do all like, the different years. And I drink
0: Oktoberfest.
2: Oh, and I actually did have, just have a Oktoberfest from Shinerbach. Oh,
0: I miss Shinerbach.
2: Oh, drink it, Say what? What was the last beer you drank? It was the Oktoberfest, the limited Oktoberfest from Shinerbach. Did you say Yingling before that? Yeah, Yingling. That's my hat right there. Hey! Dude, it was so funny because when I moved to Pennsylvania with my now wife, and she's old, and where we live was like 45 minutes from Pottstown, where it's made. So I was like, okay, cool, no big deal. When they just started selling Yingling in Tennessee, people were losing their mind.
0: I remember that. That and not your father's root
2: beer. Yeah, Dude, it was like people were acting like they were finding Taylor Swift tickets on the street and stuff yeah and it was just insane but yeah but i've always enjoyed being like so continue
0: <laughs> oh all right so back th- it's real quick and then we'll i'll show you what i'll be smoking here i think you guys will get a kick out of it because i couldn't decide between the two no i'm not going to smoke both <laughs> so in operation pipe dream this is still about water bongs so buzz he's safe but in 2003 operation pipe dreams was a U.S. investigation targeting businesses retailing drug paraphernalia focusing on marijuana pipes and bongs because they had nothing fucking better to do. So the seldom-used statute was invoked for this operation, and most were centered in Iowa and Pennsylvania, leveraging the statute's restriction against using interstate commerce facilities for transporting drug paraphernalia. The actions so as a result of this operation, raids were conducted on hundreds of homes and businesses. Are you fucking kidding me? Fifty-five individuals faced charges related to illegal drug paraphernalia trafficking. Out of them, fifty-four were subjected to home detentions and fines. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Tommy Chong's involvement among those charged, receiving a nine-month federal prison sentence, a fine of twenty thousand dollars, asset forfeiture amounting to. $103,000, and a year-long probation. Chong faced these charges for his association with Chong Glassworks and Nice Dreams, companies founded by his son, Paris, specializing in high-end artistic bongs. Undercover federal agents posed various challenges for Paris Chong, even becoming employees, to orchestrate purchase shipments. So these fucking nerds were just infiltrating. And they had nothing better to do. Nothing better to do. And I'll get into how much this shit costs. Sorry. So Chong's sentencing was particularly severe, with federal prosecutors condemning his movies for downplaying the seriousness of drug-related offenses. And the estimated expenditure for Operation Pipe Dream was over $12 million.
1: Jesus Christ. Involving
0: 2,000 law enforcement officers. For fuck's sakes. But this happened almost 20 years ago, so it's changed a lot since then. Thank God. But Iowa still, they're a little iffy about their laws. Anybody know anything about Pennsylvania's laws?
2: i would have to ask my wife about that. Because no, no. she still has family
0: there. Mm. Or
2: I can just fire the old yep. Google machine.
0: They suck, but that is my history of bongs and fun little trivia facts. And <laughs> because we are kicking off October, this is one of the pre-rolls that <laughs> I'm not smoking yet. But it is called... Sorry. <laughs> It is from Capital City Chronic. They donate 100% of the proceeds. As you can see, the pink. It is for breast cancer awareness. And the tagline is... (laughs) Smoke a boob. Or, wow. Save a... I haven't smoked yet. Save a boob, smoke a doob.
1: Boob, all right.
0: And now it gets better. So this one is a sativa. And it's infused with Keith. So it clocks in at a 28% total THC content. And it is called Hakuna Matatas. And this next one that I have, which I'm thinking of doing this one. I don't know. So I'm going to let you guys decide for me before I smoke this. But this is from Captain Yeti. I don't think, I feel like I've smoked their stuff before. But this is, (laughs) oh God. Oh yeah, I might smoke this one now that I think about it. This one is called Thick Thighs and Spooky Vibes. So this is their Halloween collection from captain yeti and this is a hybrid hash pre-roll i was thinking about smoking on my bong but i also didn't want to clean it but the reason they say glass bongs are the standard and to clean them because you don't want to be inhaling like old bacteria and like gross shit so clean your fucking bong if you're able to smoke and participate that said our topic today is back to antarctica But I found this video and how I described it to my fiancé is Antarctica is icky. It's yucky. And you'll see why. (laughs) So we will take a pause here real quick. I will be smoking while you guys watch this. But I plan on just sitting back and letting you guys take the reins. And I'll chime in whenever. But I feel like I've talked a lot. But I'm really fucking excited for you guys to watch this video. It is. Yeah. So just so you guys uh, keep this in mind, Antarctica is icky. All right, okay. we'll be back. Back? Was no. that your wife sneezing?
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I mute the mic real quick. Like, so Taylor, bless you.
1: We need like an alternate name for Amanda when she's high. Panda,
0: panda, panda cat, panda.
1: So when you come back and you're just like, Hi.
0: panda cat.
1: That's old. that's what
0: actually that's what uh, Tree calls me, and that's kind of like what I went with, like my little Etsy shop esque thing.
1: Oh. <laughs> it's
0: so yeah, it, I turned into a panda cat, which is a very, very lazy,
1: very lazy,
0: introverted. Just don't Chill. want to do anything. Yeah, Chill. that's really it's, cute. Damn, I'm so gonna, cool. gender- how, how was I doing this before? This is in my face. Oh god, that boom
2: mic is your nemesis right now. Like,
0: <clears throat> Tyson's nice, bitch. What? Hi. Are you okay, we are back. And what did you guys think of the video? That was really interesting. Like, what the fuck?
1: It, 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 it wasn't, it was like labeled as like terrifying. I thought there were just, I thought there were interesting facts, okay. Maybe different, but I was taking notes throughout it. Pretty, the, early. the title was a little
2: clickbaity, yeah. but, but, but it's still facts. I never do this. This, yeah, it's, it's interesting as well.
0: Right. We're just going to get into each one of the, like, I couldn't help myself. I did a list. But it's just so, you know, we could all talk about a certain topic of it. It's just like the title and then you guys go and I'll sit back. But I also have notes to jog any memories as well. But perfect. So let's start with what the hell did you guys think of the underground lakes? Okay, what? Like, all right, I'm a ding dong. I've said it. But like gravity, what How? It just doesn't make sense in my little mind.
1: What, what It's literally like there yeah, because the pressure. Yeah. That's what
2: we had about it, that it, that the water's negative. The, the yeah, water's it, negative, but it's not frozen. That's crazy.
1: The yeah, water is negative three degree lake under ice that wasn't frozen.
0: It reminded me of that perfect temperature of cold. If you hit your glass and you knock it, you know, it, it like all freezes up. But then it's like well, they have earthquakes and shit like that there all the time. So, wouldn't that make it all freeze? I'm confused.
2: Or you would think that eventually the ice would break and the lake would be exposed to the surface. But no, That's I think right. they're saying, the, but at the same time, they're saying, like, the lakes are, like, two kilometers under ice. It's it's kind of neat that it's in a little, like, it's in its own little pocket within the ice. But, like, at the same time,
1: like, who thought the lakes?
2: That
0: is a good like, question.
1: I have a bunch of facts about exploring. That's, like, my biggest... Question here. I know, like, they talked about how it used to be like a rainforest, and maybe there's still a rainforest under ice. Have you guys that, seen the ice I've age dog? dinosaurs? They like go in, I think it's they go under the ice, and then there's just a rainforest. I've heard DreamWorks
0: was trying to tell us.
1: Yeah, so yeah. Panda has to watch that.
0: That's your homework. I mean, I believe it because they mentioned a certain like continental phase. I like caught yeah. it i did it and it like i always just go back to pangea but it's like one of those so if we were all connected at one point then yeah i can see like remnants of a rainforest or just some other climate stuff like being there
2: yeah i have the one that i want to talk about third man factor this third third man factor to me and i think this fits your guys's podcast very well apartment of dead and all supernatural and stuff like that but is it me but anytime that you're out training out in the woods or something like that. I get this same feeling like when I'm out in the woods. But I think it's just the mind because it's like I walk out in the woods. I'm like, I can't, be the only, I can't be the only dude out here by myself. Like, I just can't be the only one out here. So I think it's, but also I like how they go, oh yeah, these guys are hallucinating out there. So they thought that somebody was there and they walked 36 hours through the mountains. And so, but me is anytime I'm out somewhere where I'm by myself, but I feel like I shouldn't be by myself, I kind of feel that's the same thing.
1: It is, it's like the worst feeling when you like overcome that, the third man factor or it's like, you feel, just feel so vulnerable and that like fight or flight almost kicks in. Like you just kind of yeah. like want to run yeah, cause away. You're, Cause you're like, I'm going to die out.
2: <laughs> Something's going to come off the trees. I'm going to die out here. So when I listened to you guys' podcast before or even before you guys started the podcast and, and, and Aeroid was, and you guys used to discuss it in the group chat all the time. About, oh yeah, all these guys out of JRTC, all these guys out of NTC that said they heard things or saw people walking and stuff like that. I'm like, I wonder if there's always just been an extreme case of this.
0: So but I'm if- actually I'm gonna drop some notes in the in the what do you call it, the document that I sent you guys. I think you all can see it. But yeah, I will I'll talk a little bit about the third man factor or, or I'll drop it in and you guys could read it and be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then cause it's it's fucking nuts.
2: It's, I think that's always been the one thing that I've always, cause you've asked me before, like, even before, hey, do you guys believe in supernatural stuff? You know, I've always been like, no. And it's not because I don't, it's just, I just, there's just some things I don't. But third man, third man fact is one of those things I feel that I can be like, okay, cool. I, I'm on the same page as you guys. Cause this is just, especially, especially nights when I, my last appointment in Afghanistan was a good example, was obviously we're, we're on shank on the flight line. And it was a lights out base at night. And something you have to go walk up to an aircraft. I'd be walking to aircraft by myself at the end of the flight strip. And it's just out there looking up and the sky's clear, stars everywhere. And it's just like, somebody's out here. Yeah, I'm on a fob full of people, but it's just somebody's out here. It, it's just one of those things like, I, I
0: always oh feel my like gosh, what... oh my gosh. Thought, thought, thought. Do you remember when you told me it was like when we first started this? It was like, I think it was like one of our first episodes. It was when you guys were out at a training exercise and like that weird thing that happened with, it was a coyote, was it? Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah, if it's whatever, I think so. Uh, it was like I, your training
0: I, exercise and there was this like weird, like it was almost like it felt ritualistic almost.
1: The, so we were on an OP and someone killed a snake. that story.
0: That one, yes.
1: And uh, there, tell that
0: one. Tell that, oh, retell that one.
1: That's a good one. There. Oh, someone killed a snake. And this snake, I know snakes jump almost. Have you ever seen videos like snakes jumping? Strange. But this snake, like, jumped into a tree and was like being characteristics weren't very snaky. And eventually, the dudes chop its head off and then throw it off of a the cliff. And, but, I think the next morning, the snake was back on top of the OP near my truck, and I was like, "Oh, great, uh, yeah." And I pi- there's pictures somewhere. And then, kind of like how you know, fucking from Blair Witch Project, the I forget, don't know what it's called, but like the sticks that are tied together, in like the Blair Witch star, those were were popping up everywhere. That happened over a year ago. That's what I was thinking about too, Amanda. But that was a weird, weird time. I'm good on that. Yeah, nope. you're alone and afraid with my job a lot of times. You're just like by yourself.
0: <laughs> you're alone and afraid with my job.
1: He's not alone and not afraid.
0: You are very alone. And you are very either. afraid.
2: Yeah, that's no, 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 no.
0: You know, We're- luckily we did go over how to ward off a skinwalker, but needless to say, that is central to the Navajo region. I can't speak on behalf of the Appalachian <laughs> region. With the Wendagos and shit. Those are different. Same, same, but
2: different. I don't want to encounter. Those any... are
0: Moonshine drinking Skidwalkers, okay? Those are a different breed, all right? Those are she... the, the Skidwalkers that we're talking about. Those ones drink tequila, all right? They drink tequila and Wendago, they, they drink Moonshine, all right? That's the key difference. Take anything from this. I'm
2: I'm glad I'm only in the, like, the eastern regions of Tennessee and North Carolina, like, once a year so i don't have to be paranoid about this all the time like me and my buddies we go drive we go to the dragon which is a road that goes between tennessee and north carolina it's up in the mountain and stuff and it's just we go there and we do midnight runs because it's a road infamous for like moonshiners use this road back in the day to get stuff over the mountains and things like that so the road there's no street lights up there or anything so once like we go one over the weekend and one night we all do a midnight rent where we all run up to the overlook in the middle of the night, no lights on or everything like that. And that's creepy because you're staying out of this overlook and it's just, there's no lights around. So we're pulled over this overlook and it's just like when you're out in the FDX train, you can only barely see the person standing next to you because like your eyes have acclimated to the night and you can see that. But it's just every time we go there, me and my buddies are just like, there's got to be people out here. There's got to be people out here up in the mountains. And there's actual people that will camp out along the road the entire weekend because there's like little hills you can set camps up and those guys have been like yeah we've heard shit in the woods in the middle of the night yeah and and stuff like that i'm like no i'm good
0: i will say it takes a lot to get out to somewhere where there is like no light pollution and i mean at least for where i live i can't speak for all you guys but there is literally nothing like being out in the middle of nowhere and being able to see just the open sky it is absolutely beautiful uh, i love it i no, want to go no. look at the stars i just want to go look at the moon
1: when i was at NT, we were having that conversation by the way i didn't see anything besides the weird dreams i told you or like i was having weird dreams i was like looking with the sky constantly because there's like little to no light pollution out there but i hate the fact how many satellites you can see now when you look at the sky, I noticed
0: like, that the other day because like, I was I was sitting out front and I looked across and I saw like this light and it wasn't moving and I thought it was a plane but yeah I was I looked at and you can look it up on your phone now like where the satellites yeah. are, it's you, crazy. Yeah
2: you, yeah, you can track the eyes. Starlink's great I haven't seen the Starlinks yet, but since the Starlinks are released in a chain when they go across the sky,
1: it's just like a huge string from. From pictures I've seen of people, it's just a huge string and stuff like that. But we were camping South in like Southern Colorado, and I only knew about Starlink about like its features, I guess, when I ran like the ghost stories and people were like claiming to see UFOs and then I would get corrected saying, no, that's just Starlink looked into it. And then, you know, three years later I was camping and I see what is Starlink. It's uh, imagine just like a shooting star, but like a bunch of shooting stars kind of chained together. And moving across the sky. And that's that's what it looks like. And everyone, holy fuck. And I was like, oh no, that's just the Star Lake satellites. And if you look it up, it's just it's it's really strange. It's not it's like any like satellite. A
0: necklace going across the sky.
1: Basically. Oh. Yeah, basically.
2: Yeah. The my I think my best experience dealing with no light pollution for for everyone who's listening who got to go to Shank, Bob Shank. Which is weird. It's it's a place I, I absolutely hated being. But like when Afghanistan, when all this stuff went on Afghanistan, like apart from J Bat, knowing Shank wasn't there anymore, it was kinda like, oh man. Yeah. But uh, they would shut the lights down. They would they would black the base out at night because guys had the high ground we were getting shot at all the time during the day, so they would black the base out at night. And uh, our unit, our Italian PAO officer, our PAO NCO was out. And around this time I had become friends with them. And the PAO was teaching me how to do photography and stuff. So they had came to Shank and we were out walking. And I remember looking up in the sky. And I was like, oh, set of clouds looks really weird. And they looked up and said, that's the Milky Way. I never I grew up in Southwest Louisiana. So like everywhere I've lived it's just been white. And stuff. So, so it was like I looked up and I was like, I thought it was just like some a weird string of clouds and stuff like that. He was just like, Yeah, that's the Milky Way. And he said it nonchalant because They had seen it before. And uh, it was the coolest experience ever, but I've never felt so small in my life at the exact same time.
0: You know what I want to see so badly? I want to see the Northern Lights. I, my friend who, and anyone who's stationed up in Alaska, no fucking wonder we thought that there were sky gods just overlooking everything. If you don't understand anything about science, you have nothing to tell you that what is happening. Is what's happening? Like, of course, of course, you're gonna. Could you imagine? God, can you not? Like,
2: could you imagine if we get time travel or something like that, or we could bring people from the past? Could you imagine if we time travel brought people from the past? And they saw these things. they like, oh, it's this great guy. Blah, blah blah. You're like, nah, bro, it's this. First of so like, all,
0: we need a lot of smelling salts. Um...
2: <laughs> I imagine. I can't imagine <clears throat> how. Yeah, dev- and this is why I hope we never figure out time travel or anything like that, because imagine how devastating that would be. To, you brought someone from the past, from like 2,000, 3,000 years ago, and they, oh, it's this god, that's why this happened. And you're like, no, it's this. We can explain it to you and show it to you. Because you You would just absolutely destroy that whole person's way of life.
1: Right. You would just up in... You just, just like, took you know, someone, take George Washington to go see fucking Avatar in 3D. They just <laughs> fucking... Just, just watch him explode.
0: Give him a sprite. Oh, just, it's like, a mcdonald's sprite you have to give
2: that sprite, kill them give them mcdonald's sprite and, and real fake teeth not like these wooden joints yeah oh my
0: god <laughs> take him to a real dentist but no it's it it's beyond weird to think about so i were detracting from icky antarctica but it's a weird thing to think about which is to say they did take that information back with them when they things did change like the course of action or say you went back in time and like you prevented something from happening they have all those, and they have the butterfly effect. Like, how could you not believe in, you know, just to say that, not to be political, but it's like, you kind of have to think, like, we're kind of fucked up because of a lot of sh- shady shit that happened in the past that, yeah. you know? And you're like, it, but it's it's weird. It's it's the butterfly effect. It's like the ripple effect, and, like, things take things happen. And so I think if you were to change something, how different history could be. And imagine just, just, could you imagine, because it would be something like, in, when you
2: watch the movies, it's always something like very big and grand that they use, they change history. Could you imagine just like, you travel back in time and you're like, oh, I bumped into this guy and like, all right, like some guy tried to fight me and I knocked him out. And like, it was this one important individual that was supposed to stop something bad from happening. And because they didn't stop it from happening, it just set off a whole domino effect. And like, you go or- back to the- and everything things oh yeah remember that guy you got into a fight with or are you a guy you held up from to an office sometime? time yeah he was supposed to stop this by the way he's just like i don't shit i
0: don't even think it could be like somebody necessarily super important that you bump into personally yeah. it could be that ripple effect which you could be like it caused them to not go to the post office that day and that, the letter yeah, got okay. delayed like, it'd be some, and, it'd be somebody
2: so insignificant you bump into him in the middle of the street okay like, hey, i'm walking here in 30 seconds stop that person from doing something or getting to a certain place in time and things like that and it's just like, yeah you completely change the entire issue. that's too much pressure right like like if we could, if we could do it like quantum leap where like he jumped back and like you and sam was always in the background and sam was just never seen if we could do it like that that'd be cool because you could like you could just watch shit go down and it's but like us standing in the middle of stuff like no come on like we can we can barely trust guys in the barracks on a Friday night. You want to send them back in time?
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's also why the Stoics always say, "Just love the fate that you're given, whether it's good or not." They call it amorphotes. I will. Now that you
2: mention that, I will. Say they have this, are now, this
0: big brain.
2: I, I will say this, and I won't. And I, I won't. <laughs> I won't derail this conversation anymore. After that, after this, I will attempt to at least. But if I could go back in time, and meet somebody, Marcus Aurelius. Because there's a couple of guys I've talked to that just helped me all, through all these years, all these things. And what I was like, yo, read meditation by Marcus Aurelius. And it's, if you want to see like someone driving <laughs> gyms two thousand years ago, it's the most simple thing is Like whenever I see these guys and stuff in there talking about, and thought me and thought have had, me and thought have had this conversation before about defining masculinity and things like that, and and all these other things. And well, of these guys are
0: happy, yeah.
2: And when when that's you got like some, that's like, hey, actually really
0: cool to think that there's guy Really nice dudes out there, like you guys, who are like having those conversations, like between yourselves, like unprompted, I should say. But it's, I think it's just shocking to some women to really just
2: like, like like, being out, like for the ladies listening, you two ladies too. If you get a chance, read it. It's so crazy because it's just he's not, he doesn't say anything super virtuoso
1: or his meditations. Yeah, Yeah. I want to reread it, but I read it. Probably 10 years ago. Yeah. He's um, just dropping. It's just the most simplistic things in
2: life. It's he's talking about.
0: Yeah. They make you realize like what's important, what's not, what deserves your energy, what doesn't. i I'm a very dramatic person and I'm very, you know, out there, but some things are just worth my time. And so I was kind of directed to like stoicism and stuff like that. So that, that was a whole fun rabbit hole going down of. And yeah. Yeah. Like you said, like nothing very profound or super significant, but it's just plain terms that you can just, that anyone yeah. can relate with. So.
2: One of the one of the greatest things that I've because I because I, I listen to it on audiobooks, so I'll just run it back over and over. When I go cut my grass, I'll throw it on and just cut my grass. Or no, if I'm driving to work in the morning, I'll run it. I'll run it because I got a 45 minute drive to work, so I'll listen to it in the car. And the one the one thing I'm focusing on this week is when Marcus Aurelius said, "Hey, it is okay not to have an opinion on things." Yeah, and I think. I, and I think that in this day and age, that's when social media.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the meme community, the male Twitter. Yeah, it's okay yeah. to not have an opinion.
2: And that's why the meme I dropped a couple of days ago with the basically talk about like the guys who were like with this whole current situation going on in the Middle East. And guys are like, oh, put me in, put me in. We can go over there. The meme I dropped about that, yo, know, like chill, chill out. That was me kind of outstepping that thing. But I've realized in the last couple of months, like just not having an opinion on some things, is like I sleep so much easier. Yeah. and um and just or knowing
0: that you know if you were actually to put things into perspective of everything no one is fucking innocent in this entire situation it's all fucked and we are just fighting dead men's wars that's all it is so as soon as we could pull our heads out of our asses that'd be great i'm tired but- we're, like, all, like we're I, all fucking tired, man. Like,
2: I had, a, I had a friend tell me, tradition is peer pressure from your ancestors.
0: And yeah. wars are... fucking de- so are wars. Fuck. Yeah. There is some stupid shit. You always hear about those fables of, like, why something, like, a great war was started. In fact, Avatar, the last airbender, went into it. It was, like, these two groups of people that absolutely hated each other, but they had to work together to get across, like, this, this thing. Do you remember that episode? Anybody? Yeah, it was like they they anyway, so it dates back like thousands of years. Why the two tribes hate each other. And it turns out that both of their stories are completely wrong. And it was like fabricated from local lore and legend. Yeah, I'm like, oh, my God, Avatar, what the fuck? And just this is a kid's show, by the way. But it has so much realism in it. When you rewatch it as an adult, you're like. Just
2: in thought, real quick, and I'll leave this alone, since you have, since both you guys have looked at meditation and stuff like that. Read a book called How to Think Like a Roman Emperor. It's it's written by a Scottish psychotherapist, and it's cool because he kind of gives a biography of Marcus Aurelius. Because everyone knows if, if you study him, like he dealt with a lot of physical ailments and illnesses throughout his life and things like that. He like breaks the book down, and then goes, "Oh yeah, this is how I treat my patients with it." And he starts talking about like anxiety, like how to deal with anxiety, how to deal with like
1: that's really cool people's
2: opinions of you,
0: yeah, and, and yeah. things
2: like that. It's great. Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah, I'll check it out. Thank you.
1: Can I steer this back to Antarctica real quick? Yes, please.
0: Sorry. Yes. What's what's perplexing your mind? Yeah, because there's a lot that's perplexing. Yes, yeah, lots, lots. I need if, to. If you can see this, uh, this list. Are you guys able to see the list? Yeah. Yeah,
1: I see it now. I okay. My...
0: Cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess
1: this is about. I guess, civilizations. Yes. I guess it all comes back to money and how hard it is to, like, venture that landscape up there. But we're searching for civilizations on Mars and other planets, sending ships, you know, outside the galaxy looking for signs of life. And, like, there's all these facts. that uh, uh, Talking about this video anyways, according to Antarctica, like, that possible pyramid, all these artifacts, all these, like, UFOs scattered and meteorites. Why? Again, I know it's probably hard to get up into the ice into Antarctica. I find it maybe easier than going to space. However, I don't know. But if all these signs are pointing there and it's not very traveled and not really explored, you think there'd be a lot more like focus into pushing into Antarctica. Um, you know, we invest how much money to even like the civilian side, explore how much money into looking for the Titanic. If there's a possibility civilizations were in Antarctica. Why not really just try to focus our eyes there for, you know, a trip and see what we find. Put, throw a billion dollars up there and see what you find. And again, space is important, but space is more explored than Antarctica and more explored than the ocean. So why, why aren't we looking up there? Or maybe they have already, you know. Uh,
0: If you think about it, there's with the vast nothingness and with everything filling that vast nothingness, there's really so much that you can really look at but that's the thing you can only look at it at face value when you're talking like how much we've explored of the universe because if there if there are and we know that there are other worlds out there, there's so much that we have yet to explore i I'm just trying to think where they're coming at with this we've explored outer space more than our own oceans I mean like when you, look you know? at it, we've
2: only explored we've only explored like a fraction of the percentage I mean, and I don't
0: blame everybody because the ocean freaks me the fuck out. I'm just saying. This is why I titled this Antarctica's as icky, because the fucking underwater lakes and the microorganisms yeah. living in there, and the animals Man. that have not seen the light of day, I'm sorry. Ew, it's icky.
2: Here's a here's a question, though, about those microorganisms. I wonder how many came on the meteorites that they're talking about. Like all these meteorites just strewn about and things like that. So, I wonder how many could have survived re-entry into the atmosphere on a meteorite broke up punched down into the ice in some area and like these microbes are from another planet like do i think they're gonna like take and take over the world no but it's like it would be cool to be like hey look because especially like in the video they were saying like we've never found these microbes anywhere else on the planet it's just one of those things it's just it's just one of those possibilities
0: is this where I, i okay theory because this is fucking weird Okay, I'm going to throw this knowledge in here because I actually wrote this down in another spot. But when we're talking microorganisms that crash landed on our planet. Okay, we're talking the octopus and the squid. Also, there's an octopus and squid in the Antarctic Ocean and it sees, it freaks me the fuck out. They're just, but they're just so alien, you know? They're so alien, but then you think, oh, well, they had time to adapt to our environment over millions and millions and millions of years. And get this fucking weird fact. Okay, here's something you could take to trivia night. All eels across every single eel in this in the world, every eel can be traced to the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, I cool. hate it. I don't like eel sauce. I don't like that one either. I that's... hate this. That's... I hate this so okay. much. It that's probably favorite. was a meteor that crashed landed in the Bermuda Triangle, and then boom. I'm not okay. Scared of us. What
1: was that about? Um, we'll... How do they even, like, figure that shit out?
0: I don't know. Someone's got this job. I don't know who came up with the job. How long ago this job came about. I mean, yes, there's there are, like, specialties and everything. But there's, like, specialties with everything. Like, plants. There's animals, microorganisms. There's rocks. There's, there's scientists. There's nerds for everything. And all these nerds fight. And all these nerds want to be, like, the one that's published and credited. And so this is where we get shady science. Sometimes who guys the likes to be at all? <laughs> yeah,
1: the, <laughs> the fuck the, wants
0: to be at all.
2: Yeah. These the seems like in the movies when like they like, hey, we need to talk to this one scientist like they go through all the doors, the key cards and everything. And just like, yo, I'm just going into the basement of a basement of a basement. And it's these like six levels down in the ground, like in a room just with some bunch of bugs and burners and no sensitivity to light. That's what it seems like me. It's just some guy that like that's. In a lab somewhere. And they're like, hey, just do your thing. Yeah, this guy was kind of weird. So we can't get rid of him, So we just don't do this. And then he finds something like this.
0: I can't throw in something weird about this. So I didn't realize this until after I moved away. But I did at one time live in Virginia. And when I moved back to the Midwest, they, in the high school curriculum, we had to read The Hot Zone. And I'm reading the, it was about Ebola and the Ebola scare in the United States in Reston, is it Renton? Reston, Virginia? Rest, Ruston? I think, I can't remember. Sure. It was like Ruston Town Center or something like that. It was like Northern Virginia. If you know the area, I'm kind of high right now, so sorry. But it's like, I want to say it's Ruston. But I remember going ice skating there with like my friends from middle school. Like we went ice skating in that area. But like apparently there was a bio lab out there. And like a couple of years back, fucking they had this whole ebola scare with these monkeys and these chimpanzees monkeys are chimpanzees they were sick and do you guys know what happens when you get ebola and yes this does relate to antarctica because there's probably some like antarctic ebola down there they don't want they don't want enough don't
2: you like bleed out from everywhere with ebola yeah
0: yeah and you know what gets freakier speaking back to antarctica can we talk about the fungi
2: yeah that was Jess, you're muted. That was creepy.
1: Jess, you're muted. Oh.
0: That's just a- Antarctic shrimp.
1: What about shrimp
0: I want to eat Antarctic shrimp, <laughs> though. Gotta have them. They got us. We're, we're, were Different. OK. OK, wait. I wanted to say something. I think that they're using the penguins and these fucking meteorite showers to claim Antarctica as inhabitable because that's just like a scapegoat, right? but they have some cool agreement with aliens down there and they're keeping something from us. I don't know what. Civilizations, for one. There is, okay, can we just real There's quick? There's something go, there. Okay, wait, wait, we were we were kind of talking a little bit about the fungi. We could come back to the, the yeah, Arctic I, shrooms. I just want to say that. They're, yeah, they're but holding back Antarctic shrooms. The ice holes, turn. though. Can we talk about the ice holes? Oh, uh, See, assholes, ice, ice holes about Yeah. What about him? Oh, i They're so icky. And okay, go no, so ahead that
2: part was low key gross. With the with the fungi growing in the Arctic, that part was yeah.
0: It okay. Yeah, we'll we'll go back. Let's 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 before we go to ice holes, assholes, the uh, Arctic fungi. Okay, yeah. so harsh realm. All right, we're getting in an antarctic The troop. ones that Fuck it. petroleum. That is so cool. Like the yes. real MVP. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Snacks. So (laughs) it says that over a thousand different fungi species have been identified in Antarctica, though more than likely remain undiscovered. So there's probably more. And I hate it. I I want it to all be discovered. And then we're just like, we're done. And we're like, we're no more. No more. (laughs) No more discovery we're done being surprised yeah everyone like take a break Yeah, we're like, done
2: like we're like back I can, to go home we're, we're, we're good here
0: and i'm like it's just that okay and why are we sending more drones out is my other question with this so we can discover the most and just be done <laughs> with this whole bullshit i'm tired of it it makes me ill yeah, well, I I'm mean, just like annoyed. I want to know these things. Tell us. You know, they, they, they come out over the years about like, secrets and stuff. So, hello, tell us about Antarctica. Like, what's going on? Maybe when we're like on the brink of something horrible, they'll be like, oh, yeah, by the way, oh, there's <laughs> like a giant in Antarctica. We're keeping him at bay. Yeah, we exactly feed him penguins. How the other- <laughs>
2: animals, you-
1: are yeah. animals are there where there's a no, what they call it? No. They call it a forbidden sector. Like, how many of the in- forbidden sectors are there in the world? No. Right? Those are endangered. Are there forbidden sectors in Asia? I guess yes, there
0: are forbidden sectors. sectors in Asia. It's They won't let us fly over those pyramids. Veterans. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, in- well, it's all coming it's together.
2: That, I call them, like, in the regular world, like wildlife preserves. So well, you can't hunt here. You can't do this. You can't do that. It's-
0: because they flew over in china at least they flew over what looked like a pyramid which in antarctica there is a an outline of a pyramid that that was part of it That was in this video was um, so after they brought it to the attention of the china
2: Oh uh, she froze
0: no man done
2: this game cut out the, this is not making the final cut
0: oh sorry i'm not you sure passed. what happened there
2: you froze.
0: you were dropping some good knowledge and skype was like nah bitch Oh shit! Oh shit! With, like, it probably is, is China. No, would China? I leave? Would I leave off China? Okay, yeah. yeah. China was like, nah, bitch, you can't be watching what we're doing. And they're like, stay on the flying over our pyramids, nay, and forbid everybody from flying over their pyramids. And I forget where it is, but it's in my notes somewhere. I will look it up later. But it's fucking weird, and so it doesn't surprise me with you know the forbidden zone in Antarctica. And Jess, what you had noted from when we had talked about Antarctica, the fitness trackers that were revealing where these secret tunnels were. Yeah, they got little gyms and shit in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like they, oh, it's it, it was, Stra- was it Strava, Strava <laughs> Fitness? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it like revealed where Antarctica was. I'm sorry if my voice is getting loud, but I'm like, ah.
2: It's interesting. Perfeiture. Miss, let's get the
0: Strava. Oh. No, okay, I my my note that I wrote down was that I think the Forbidden Sector is a fucking portal. It's a portal. Wait, wait, okay, hold up. Ice hole. Where was the big ice hole? <laughs> Asshole.
2: The one, Oh, the one that was the size of Ireland?
0: Yeah, what the fuck?
2: So, was, so was a, is an ice on. hole just like a sink? Basically.
0: <laughs> but from the beginning of the video, which we will link, the, the title is this huge gaping hole with not far off i'm so sorry i am so loud no, but you're... it freaks me the fuck out well you know can someone volunteer to jump in this hole because you know say i want to be like fuck it i'm out of here I'm like why not for science strap I've on a little gopro
2: when they went to the little small ice hole in the video and that a little elephant still just sitting there well,
0: I... they're way more terrifying than that they have to be more terrifying right. than that it's just like not that. okay Drop a drone down there.
2: Drop, like, a little submersible and just have it go.
0: Kobe? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to miss. It's a gaping hole the size of Ireland. You could easily Kobe a drone in there, okay? Don't call it gaping. Amanda.
2: I thought she was going to go, don't call it Kobe, but never mind. (laughs)
0: Whatever reason, they're called Polyneas? The holes are called Polyneas. Polly. I have no idea. So, this is on page, la 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 la. la. What page is it? two? This is on page three. This is ice holes, assholes. Just call this assholes in Antarctica. Like, Antarctica is icky.
2: If the first mechanism you have makes sense that it's an up and heat flux from warm ocean waters. Like, I could see that if ocean got underneath the ice at some point would melt it. But, like,
0: it's not okay.
2: If the water okay. that, that cold, you would think that it's not. But whoa, 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 whoa! Wait a second! Wait a second! What if the ice holes was an underground lake that just kind of getting into that?
0: So underground lakes. But <laughs> hold on, oh, I have to look at it. I have to control find in here. Lake
1: Antarctica, the one. What? What's up? Have you seen Alien vs. Predator? The one that's like in Antarctica?
0: Oh, oh God. yeah, yeah.
1: Under in the ice, there's the, like Mayan temples and stuff. And they do like a flashback before like, the ice took over, but anyway, so, do, you have to do we you have to watch some movies tonight. And uh...
0: I know I do. Ed about about these lakes, yeah. It's Lake Vostok. Vostok is the largest subglacial lake. So I'm gonna try to get more information on it. But uh, if you guys want to take over talking on whatever else from. The little listicle here, whatever else is itching your noggin, because I'll I'll try to answer some more questions about the underground lakes. But yeah, that blood waterfall is kind of interesting. It was Looked a little creepy, but. Yeah,
2: I thought that was interesting. I was going to make a quick note on that because I'm, as your guest, going to have to step away for the evening after this. But yeah, but it's cool that it's the blood lake. Like, that's awesome. But it's just like, how does this not me mm-hmm. any oxygen? Right. How, how is the water still staying water without mm-hmm. oxygen?
0: Yeah, it just sometimes feels like Antarctica is like a whole like, other world. Like it doesn't, it like defies like what we know about everything. It's like lots it's, of physics exists and then Antarctica's like, nah, bitch. Antarctica's can't. like that it's science lab. Just rules down here.
2: Yeah, like Antarctica's just, just that science lab that's just running wild and it's just got my hands
0: Fuck it, you, your mom. is how I'm doing what I want. <laughs> that's Antarctica. <laughs> God. Like, Meanwhile, all the researchers are just like, Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> no,
2: this is more like, He's pulling the thing out like you are not a real fake.
0: Yeah, whoever works down there, they're just having a ball. That's probably where all, that mystery budget goes towards funding Antarctica and the dudes that all work there and do that.
2: But as your guests, I would like to before I head off here for the evening and let you guys continue with your shenanigans. First of all, Amanda, Thank you for having me on. This has yes, been talked about
0: seeing. Yeah, it's been thanks talked for, about joining for a us. while. Yeah. This is our Halloween madness. We're talking about why Antarctica is icky.
2: Yeah. And thought real quick, mushy moment. You're one of the first people when I started my meme page that I followed. And you've been cool for going on a couple of years now. Seriously, deep. thank you. You've helped me in some shitty moments where I was just like, hey, bro. It was like 4 o'clock in the morning, like, hey, just seeing how you doing. And we just kind of bullshit for 20 minutes. Okay, cool. I need that. And Amanda, put up with my nonsense like forever, like in, 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 in the group page when oh. we we'll, when we'll we had we we'll tried to do our whole little positivity thing. And saw fast that, that went off the rails, and stuff. But it was just like, thank you guys. I hope I can be on another time. And podcast suggestion for you, for you guys. Since you mentioned since I mentioned the Titanic, I will send you a video later. Amanda, there's actually like a government reason why Robert Ballett found the Titanic. I'm not okay. It's, 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 that not bad. When oh, okay. when the, when the U.S. lost the two nuclear subs, the U.S. lost in the fifties and the sixties. One was the Thresher, and one was the oh, other. Oh yeah, one. that yeah yeah. They had Ballard go because Ballard had found all these other wrecks. They had Ballard go look for. We wanted to go look for these two wrecks, so Ballard mm-hmm. Ballard basically was like, dope. if I find them, and I have enough time left. In front of me, I want to go look for the Titanic. I'll." video it's like 30 minute it's like 20 30 minute video Is actually pretty cool This yo he found the two subs and was like yo i'm going over here to look for this boat that's cool yeah right. i'm gonna and do then,
0: a, i'm literally just gonna go do a side quest and he found yeah. the titanic
2: <laughs> yeah basically. he was like i want to go look for this the titanic go was found this. on a
0: side quest we needed th- all right done you'll yeah. be back for that one okay. we'll talk about that one
2: all right i love you guys i'll talk to y'all later love love it. It. Yeah. all right
0: bye love it, bye he's so nice i'm so glad that we had him on Well, it's up to you guys if you wanted to talk a little bit more, if things are still itching your noggins. I guess we could just wrap up with that whole Atlantis thing, the last one. Yeah, that was something, like, it kind of combines a lot of the different elements of it, like lost civilization, shifting continents. Like, the Earth is really fucking old. And now, the more and more I think about it, the more and more, like, that meme that thought you had sent about had uh, I think treat sent into me as well, worshiping the sun and then like solar flare. And then it goes back to worshiping, you know, technology, that, that whole thing. Like the more I think about it, I'm just like, I can see this happening. Well, I just never heard of the a theory of Atlantis being under Antarctica specifically. I guess I just heard it about everywhere else but Antarctica so i was just like maybe but i don't know maybe you just you don't know what you don't know hi buddy okay so do we wrap it up You're like Ooh.
1: i have um, nothing else to add for my notes besides like it seems like it kind of it plays by its own rules and I definitely think either it needs to be adventured more or there's a reason why we are not adventuring it
0: exactly What the hell is going on? I shit you not. My internet is just being so fucking weird since we've been talking about this shit. I hate it. Oh my God. I think that my FBI agent is watching me and is, stop, Kevin. Freak me out. Hate it. Thanks.
1: Fucking Kevin.
0: Is anyone else? Fucking Kevin. I haven't named mine, but. Oh, you should. He's basically using DuckDuckGo. I don't want to hear it. I'm human. All those weird Google questions. Oh. It's like, I have no idea what the hell is going on. This internet is just being a fucking turd. What are you doing? Okay, here we go. It's sorry. It, it had to refresh itself. I swear, I will be talking about something that's like, you know, we started talking about China and then like my internet was like, just kidding. No, you're not. Like, what the? You ain't saying shit. I we're talking about Atlantis. Like I'm not even talking about China yet. God. Kevin's a little jealous. Kevin. Trigger happy. Jeez. Chilla. Kevin.
1: Daddy, Chill. I fucking hate that name.
0: (laughs) Can you edit that out? Kevin? Whatever. Kevin? Yeah. Really? Oh shit. That's like a big part of my guy's perspective. Sorry. No, but I love Kevin the kitten. Oh, he's so cute. Oh, yeah. Oh, Ke- that Kevin's a cute Kevin. Not all Kevins, not all Keith. I just, I don't know. K names don't get along. Mm. Vendetta against K names. Okay, hold on. I got a little bit more on some fucking Atlanta shit. Here you go. Drop it in, in here. I already had this article plugged. So, the origin story coming from Plato. Described as a powerful and advanced kingdom that sank overnight into the ocean, quote, in a single day and the cost or sorry, in a single day and night of misfortune. So the Antarctic connection is modern theorists suggest that Atlantis must be in Antarctica hidden beneath layers of ice. They only seen in satellite imagery as a uh, potential evidence. Additionally, the idea that Antarctica m- might once have had a warmer climate bolsters this theory. So Pangea. Uh, Before that, like, it's just, it's, it's, we're waking up ancient fungi, and I hate this. And Atlantis might be, like, or, or the Atlanteans could be cool as fuck if they just got some really chill, like, I don't know, Atlantis, Atlanti-shrooms, Atlantic Antarctic shrooms. Yeah. Just, crossbreed. Crossbreed in action. Body. What do you think, thought?
1: Maybe the Atlanteans had some, some seaweed. That you get, do you get. think?
0: Go <laughs> see
1: I'm glad someone got shit.
0: What? That's an excellent dad joke.
1: I keep saying... It took
0: the, Like, I was... A, uh, I got it. I love it. I love it. When, what kind of... Okay, so you're in Atlantis. What, how, how are you doing? How are you smoking? If you're an Atlantean.
1: I'm going to find a way to light my blunt underwater.
0: I bet you they have vaporizers and shit with their crystals. We
1: took one of those underwater pocket
0: scenarios. Weed tea. Yes. <laughs> Really, in Spongebob House, sandy cheats. where's that little globe opinion? in there? You just. No, you cannot tell me that Milo and. Oh my God, what is the princess's name? Fuck. What's her name? Wait. From Atlantis?
1: Milo. Movie? movie? Milo
0: and Kira? You got anyway, yeah. anyway, you cannot tell me that she was not just lighting her shit up with her little crystal. That was like her little torch. Oh, That was her. Michelle- m- that girl ripped dabs, okay? She was a dab queen. Oh my gosh. You gotta stay chill when you're that far underwater. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I, you know, the other theory with it is, I don't know if it's necessarily like Atlantis and Nazi related, but Tree did point out a really good topic for us to maybe cover one day, and that is Nazi occultism. Apparently there's not a whole lot talked about on podcasts about this shit. So it's actually really interesting to kind of, research like i said there's not a lot of podcasts about it let's just do it like given the topic but like the nazis really were like fascinated with the occult and they also wanted to have a piece of antarctica and who knows if they maintained that piece that they went down it was before i think it was in like the 30s that they went down to antarctica if i'm not mistaken i feel like that would be perfect for them because it would be like You can't leave, you're stuck with us, so you might as well, and we could deprive you of resources because where are you going to get food around here? Yeah, so I'm just like, okay, entertaining that theory. But if you go further down, it's saying that some believe that the Nazis established a secret base in Antarctica, and even after their defeat in World War II, some members may have escaped there. Proponents often point to the undisclosed marine voyages and classified operations in the area as evidence. So debunking, however, there are no concrete evidence to support these claims. Most historians believe that while Nazis explored parts of Antarctica, they did not establish any long-term bases. And that the conditions in Antarctica are incredibly harsh, making the sustainability of such a base very challenging. But not if you have the help of ancient aliens, or lizard people, or Atlanteans, or whatever the fuck is down there. I'm not saying that I believe that Nazis are actually down there. But, you know, if in whatever simulation alternate universe this exists i could see it i could see That's all <laughs> i'm saying it's just like my excuse to be politically correct from now on in <laughs> an alternate dimension i'm delusional but at least i could be cute here we go operation high jump there's a large-scale u.s navy operation in antarctica from 1946 to 1947 some conspiracy theorists claim that this was a mission to uncover a nazi base but official records state it was a training and research operation what the fuck?
1: Yeah, I mean I don't I think my my synopsis of it all is there's I think it's been either it's been explored and it's either hiding something or they don't want people up there. I'm sure there's still operations up there. It's it's there is. I don't think we're gonna hear about it. Unless we find like, people up there, then everyone's gonna be all all crazy.
0: Yeah. Or unless you're like a um a bedside nurse and you get to hear like really cool deathbed stories. And then they just, oh, I was the top seed with squirrel in Antarctica, and I did this with aliens. And then you're just like, what? Tell me more, motherfucker, come back. <laughs> so do NDAs, like, count on your deathbed? What are they really going to do? Yeah, because you're dead. So they're, like, about, you're about to be dead. Like, what are they going to do? Make you deader? They like, can't do that. That's called murder. Or if they have their own <laughs> retirement
1: <laughs> Maybe they'll just kill all the bedside nurse.
0: I just want a bunch of, like, old people ratting each other out before they fucking die. Like, just, just let them, yeah. Just you, and you, and you, how you. Come... Yeah, maybe they do, like, after their, like, contract's com- complete and they think that they're going back home or wherever and they're just like, oh, bitch, you thought. I mean, I just, Tree and I just listened to Operation Paperclip and them being able to figure out where people are that escaped prosecution. And You know, the the Nazis that were doing the bad shit and they're trying to, like, charge everybody, well, when they fled down to South America operation paperclip and yeah and also and not very far from argentina it's not my friends and i joke that i mean yeah south america was obviously colonized but like when the nazi german side came they brought their ginger genetics with them and And their blue eyes that's why that's why you see super white hispanics but that's just us you know talking shit but it's true. And guess what? You can't hide from 23 and me and Ancestry. And that's how you've ruined Thanksgiving. <laughs> but it but it's 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 not far off. It's really it's just I feel like they felt like it was so random that they would like never suspect it. But after everything that we've seen or read and watched, we're just like, oh I could see it. Well, Anybody have any final thoughts while we wrap it up? Do the plugs. No,
1: do not.
0: Audie, we are so happy you're back. Hey, yeah, Dad's home. Dad's home.
1: You My milk and cigarettes.
0: All right, cop them up. Don't leave for a while. At least you get a, you get like a carton of it, like a bail bale thing.
1: I have enough to hold me over. I do. Okay. Pretty quick though.
0: All right. Yeah. Well, that's not our fault. That's all we know. Right, my, my attachment issue showing. <laughs> it's been like three days. <laughs> oh, can, before we go, can I tell you what I did? What happened? Which? Oh no, I sent it in the in the chat. Oh. Um, it was the uh, the race cars. Oh, geez, so update update tree Well, for the listeners, I got my fiance a me anniversary. We met almost nine years ago, but I got him a little just a fun present, and I got him two remote control cars and because i was like i was thinking about this and i've had this conversation before like nothing makes a man's face light up like remote control cars or remote control helicopters are are you ever sad thought if you see one of those and you get to play with one you see it's it's a thing so uh, he brought them to work and yes they were immediately played with <laughs> i love that Here's your side. If you are thinking about it, go buy some race cars. I want to race them. I'm thinking about places that we could take them to, and I'm actually really excited.
1: A good go parks. park.
0: Yeah, put a little Lego man on it.
1: Or I'll go find like a construction site and do it there. Yes, they it's
0: might have a GoPro plaque. to it. Yeah, yeah. But that's all I had to add. It's a great gift idea. I, they, this thing works sometimes. All right. Right. Antarctica is icky. It is icky, and I think we've Check worn this topic hole out. Or not. And if you're like freaked out by holes, then don't, but it's the size of Ireland. It's a big ass hole. Okay. <laughs> All right. You gotta end it on that note. All right. Well, join. you can find me, Amanda Sulticulo, and the rest of you guys.
1: At Saudi at not a j Tech on Instagram, my only instant source.
0: You Say your only fan.
1: No, not yet. Not- yeah, yeah, show
0: us those speak. All right. And I'm just- starting rumors. Games and resilient and rowdy. Oh, yeah. Resilient.rowdy. Yes. Okay. We are done with this topic. Thank you guys so much. Please join us next time and we will chat soon. Bye-bye. Bye bye.
1: Bye.